Guys, if you don't know the story already, what you need to do is get to the library, pick up a book, and start fucking reading. And by that I mean going to patreon.com forward slash podcast, where you have an entire library of bonus content. Do you like fiction? Yes. Do you like true life? Yes, because they're the only two types of book there are, fiction and true life. And that's all I know. Oh, hold on. Fantasy and erotica. You've got it all at patreon.com forward slash podcast. We have guest episodes with the extra Slyguy podcast with Dog Walks with Davey, as well as some more special bespoke content for the upper tier people. Shh, say no more. My stand up special. Pillow Talk nearly said bits and pieces because that's this year but Pillow Talk from last year is on there so go check it out become a Sly Hard become a Rider Sly either way I love you read more guys I'm not messing around anymore buy tickets for my Ulster Hall show bits and pieces tickets are on sale now via link in all my social media accounts it's on the bottom of this video so if you go to the bottom of this video you can click the link you can get on the Ulster Hall website you can pick whatever seat you want the balcony's open now for crying out loud you can stand you can sit up above me you can look down at my bald head you can sit in the crowd and look up my fat belly either way it's not going to be a nice view but it's going to be funny it's going to be fun and you're not going to regret it hey if you're listening to this the link's also in the description it's not just on youtube it's across anywhere you listen to your podcasts go get it come and see me it's going to be the local stand-up comedy show of the year there you go i've said it and do you feel bad about that no the Sly Guy Podcast is brought to you in association with Fat Bastard Burger. These guys make thick, delicious, flavoursome Wagyu burgers and they're situated in the heart of North Down in the High Street in Bangor. I'm telling you, these are the tastiest burgers I've ever tried. And listen, I'm a guy, look at me. I'm a guy that's eaten a few burgers in this time. But these guys not only get my seal of approval, they get the seal of approval of the NI Takeaway Awards by winning 2022's Best Burger. If you want 20% off, use the code NI's Best Burger on the app and you will get 20% off your order. You can get a Fat Bastard Burger, a Cheesy Fat Bastard Burger, a Porky Fat Bastard Burger, which by the way, I had. We made a wee video for them a couple of weeks ago. I tried a Porky Fat Bastard Burger. I'm, oh my goodness. And I'm also crazy for cock as well. And it just so happens to be a name of their chicken burger too, which is also delicious. Keep a wee eye for that video. The Fat Bastard Burger is well worth the trip. And speaking of which, Fat Bastard Burger's sister company, the original OG sponsor, Bebe Adriano's, has just recently won NI's Best Mexican Restaurant. What about that, Ben? Unbelievable. Check them out. Follow them on social media. On Facebook, at Bastard Burger. That's B-A-S-T-R-D. Burger, there's no second day in Bastard. Or Instagram, Fat Bastard Burger. Again, no second day and Bastard Burger. Get 20% off on the app with NI's Best Burger 2022. Um, and you will not regret it. Say, Davy sent you. You'll enjoy it. Get a Fat Bastard juicy dripping bit of meat in your mouth and just thank me later. Don't fear modest beer. That's not their slogan, but every week I'm trying a new slogan from now on going forward. Why shouldn't you fear modest beer? Because it's just a friggin' delicious beer. That's why. There's nothing to fear about it. You've had a hard day at work? Come in, go to the fridge, get a modest beer, put your feet up, sup, sup, sup. Let your troubles just <laughs> pour away. If you've had a great day, why not just bring a modest beer out into the out into the back garden, have a barbecue, have a modest beer, have an IPA, have a Pilsner, have a, have a stout, whatever they make. They're all modest and they're all delicious. They'll not tell you how good they are, but that's what I'm here to do. Guys, if you want to know more about Modest Beer and you want to buy some Modest merch, head to www.modestbeer.co.uk or if you want to follow them on socials, it's simple, it's at Modest Beer. Hey, what a modest handle, what a modest beer, 
What a modest guy. Thanks. I'm the slack guy. What is happening, everybody? Welcome to another weekly instalment of the Sly Guy podcast. I don't know why on some podcast providers it says that this is a fortnightly podcast, because it's every week, baby. But that's what doesn't matter. That's silly. That's stupid. Welcome. Hope you're well. Where are you listening right now? That's what I want to know. He's cooking dinner, maybe having a stir fry. He's going for a drive in the car. Is this is this the podcast you're listening to on a first date? If you get a girl in the car and you're like, hey, baby. Is it, I don't know. I've not been on a date in a long. Hey, baby. You want to get in my car, baby? Do you want to come in my car and listen to some shit, baby? Is that what they do? I don't know. But that's if, if you get in the car on a first date and you hear this voice. Suck him off because it's gonna be a real roller coaster, baby. But welcome. Hope wherever you're listening to it, are you in bed? Am I putting you to sleep? Are you in the toilet? Are you in the shower? Don't listen to any earbuds in the shower. You might electrocute yourself. But welcome to the podcast. I hope everyone is feeling good. I hope my audio listeners are mm, enjoying the sensation of my voice in their ear. Hope the visual watchers on YouTube. Which, by the way, subscribe to the YouTube if you're listening to this. Please subscribe, want the views to go up and want more people to see my face. This week, we've got a problem. And I'm going to tell you what the problem is. The problem is I look scruffy. I look scruffy because people are going to go, Dave, you have not shaved. You've let yourself go. You look terrible. Let me point out, I'm actually in the process of filling out my beard right now. My beard, I realised, was getting too thin. I was cutting it down way too low. It was getting too much into your shape. It was one step away from potentially looking like Craig David in the late nollies. So I didn't want to have that thin sort of your pencil-like beard, so I'm trying to fill the baby out. I've shaved under here, but not here. So I'm trying to, you know, Ben, you've got quite a wee bit of, bit of fluff in your face there, like yours is more filled than mine. I need to fill mine out a bit. I'm starting to look a wee bit too creepy. What do you think about that? Do yeah. I look creepy now? Do I look scruffy? Do I look scruffy? Do you just go full handlebar moustache? Just Like Lemmy from Motorhead? Absolutely. I mean, that'd be a definite, but the only problem is that look, the Lemmy from Motorhead is the exact opposite of what I'm trying to achieve. The reason I have a beard is to hide my double chin. So if you get the Lemmy from Motorhead, all you're doing is covering the piece of your face that you like and just getting the chins out for everyone to see. And I don't want that. It'd be very distracting though. It would be distracting. And then it's getting to point two where I think the old, uh, the old top's going to have to go at the chat with the barber. I was like, listen, do we do a shave? And we said, listen, we're going to do a shave at some point. And, he, and you know what my barber said to me, Mikey, I love him. He goes... Dave, I'll, I'll still do you. I'll still, I'll still do you. Even if you're getting a shave, don't, don't do yourself. Come in to me. I'll do you. And I said, listen, this is about more than getting my hair cut with you, my friend. This is a friendship and a conversation and counselling for me a lot of time because often when I go to hairdressers, I complain a lot. So that maybe, maybe that's going to be the new style. Maybe what I'll do, Ben, is just keep the sideburns. Get rid of the hair, get rid of the beard, the moustache, and just keep... Just have like two triangles on the side of my head. And maybe like some sort of, you know those like, what are they called? Fu Manchu moustaches or is that entirely racist? I don't know. Is that a thing? I, I don't know. I, I, like it's a, I don't want to say Chinese or maybe Japanese. It's some sort of Asian style. I mean, I'm a very big fan of, of Asian culture. You know, it's a, it's a part of the world I like to visit, Asia. So... You know, no disrespect meant if I just entirely named the wrong person that doesn't have a long moustache like that. But the point of the, the fact of the matter is I'm not scruffy, okay? I'm in the process of trying to, you know, move my beard from looking what was kind of shit. It was getting to the point where it's going to have to come off. No one needs to see that. So now it's back. It's okay. It's all right. We're fine. All right? 
So get over it next week. You'll be like, oh, Dave, you're not scruffy at all because I've tightened it in and I'll have grown because I'm a pubic beast. All right, so keep yourself out of the comments, you fucking dorks. You know who are dorks, Ben? Let me point out. See people who bitch in comments on YouTube? Dorks. See if you bitch in comments on TikTok? Dorks. On Instagram? Dorks. Just be happy. And if you're a dork, you know, maybe take a step back, look at yourself in the mirror and go, hey, maybe I need to shave off all hair on my face because I'm a loser. There you go. But welcome to the show. I'm glad I've discussed the elephant in the room because it's been an interesting week for me. It's been a week of highs. It's been a week of lows. And Ben, you know what the new motto of the week is? Do you? Nope. Have a guess. This is what we're going to do every week. We're going to have a new motto of the week. Um... You've let yourself down here. What I'm going to do, I wrote this down because I wanted to tell you about this, Ben. I thought this would be something that would inspire you. And do you want to hear what the quote of the week is? Yep. Inhale good shit, exhale bullshit. So inhale good shit, smoke weed, and get negativity out of your mind. Is this like a, a cross collab with Penny Thoughts? Yep. <laughs> inhale good shit, exhale bullshit. Big, sh- big shout out to, um, to little Penny Thoughts and Annette and the team over there for... Um, for you know letting me let me be the guest um the guest inspirer of the week you know i'm sure very much that annette will be delighted to have me um take over maybe we should do a swap she can come on the sly sly guy podcast for the week and i can go and just come out with some inspired stuff speaking of which let's see um oh no somebody was, was getting a bit of jip on patreon there someone was saying to me dave for some reason i can't get access to all your library of stuff I said, hey, it's not my problem, it's Patreon's problem, so check it out with them, see if Patreon is screwing me. I'm, I'm mel- mentally vulnerable this week, all right? That's all I'm saying. Extreme highs and extreme lows. Well, do you want, should, what, what do you want to start off with, Ben, first? What do you want to go with? Do you want to go start off high and then get into the lows? Or what way do you think we should do it? Yeah, I'd say that's not a bad start. It's big start, news this week. To start high, right. We'll start, we'll start with the, the highs first. The blap. For any of you who have not seen it or heard of it, I wrote a blap with my little mole friend, Billy Thompson, and it's called William of Orange Dale. Now, I may slip up the odd time during the pronunciation of it and say Orange Field because that was maybe what it might have been called initially until we realised we're not filming in Orange Field because it's too nice an area and too green. So we had to make up a fictional area, but also keeping the pun in the title, you see. Magic. So yeah, it came out this week on all four and on YouTube, which the link will be in the description of the video here. Um, it is a blap that's been taken by Channel 4. What is a blap? For those who don't know, a blap is effectively a short pilot to try to you know lure people into seeing what we're all about and... Hopefully, if it's got a good enough response or good enough interest, people, you know, there may be scope to develop it further. Maybe get a series, please. Uh, so you put that out. That put a lot of. There's a lot of work went into that. You know, a lot of lot of hours writing it, coming to get. You know, the whole process of of getting it to getting it to the screen. So it's it's been pretty cool to, to see that out in the world and to get the response to it. You know, people have been very have responded very positively to it. And again, again, if you put anything out here, people are always, there's always people out there wanting to be negative for whatever reason. That's just the way, the way of it. And for some reason, this has been one of the most positive responses I've had to anything um, that I've done. So thanks to everybody who has watched the video and commented on it and shared it. 
you know, it, it means the world. The better sort of response we have, the more eyes are on it, the more comments and interaction on it, the more likelihood we are to get um, maybe a pilot out of it or with any luck a series. So thanks very much. If you haven't checked already, please do. Let me ask Ben, have you seen it? Uh-huh. Hmm? Not yet. It's on my, my list of uh, oh, things to check wow. out. Oh, wow. So let me just say, what day is this? We're, we're actually recording a day late today because we had a pretty dramatic day yesterday, which I'll go into for my... my. So now let me see. This is hmm, Tuesday. So this came out... Hmm, let me see. This came out bang on 12 a.m. on Friday. So that gives you all day Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. And you've not seen it? My defence. Uh-huh. I was at the caravan all weekend with Shadal Signal. Oh, right. Well, you know what you're going to have to do? Comment on the YouTube video for something positive. It says great. All right. So. Oh, wow. wow. I can't believe that. I thought you would have been sitting. I thought you and your wife would have got yourselves a nice little. I thought you would have picked up a nice little harvest of snacks. I mean, Maybe some soft drinks, some soda pop. A wee, wee champagne. Uh, we champagne flute. Yeah. yeah. I thought you might have had that be waiting to go bang on midnight. And the fact that you've not seen it. Hurtful. It does look good though. Mm-hmm. From Thank the, you. From a thumbnail. Yeah, I mean, that's what thumbnails are supposed to be. Good. So, you know, that, I mean, by the way, I just want to point out in thumbnails. Last week's podcast, before the Not Best of the Guest episode, best thumbnail yet, Megapint. Well done. Thank you. So, you need to keep that same level of thumbnail up for this week. And make sure you're writing a piece of paper or your computer what the title is so you know how to do the thumb, thumbnail. You know, it could be a, it could be inhale good shit, exhale bullshit. Who knows? But you know what? Swearing gets you affected on the algorithms, yeah. apparently. So we'll probably not do that. But yeah, I, I'm honestly, I was going to say that that was the the highlight of my week. Something I was really proud of and real big moment for me. And then you know, one of my closest friends has watched it, so hurt, offended, and just waiting for the right moment. Wow. So I, I hope the right moment is as soon as you get home tonight. Get on the big screen mm-hmm. and close the What I want to relax. do, I want, you, I want you to show me, I want a photo of you eating snacks. I want a photo of the screen. Thank you. I and you know what? Anyone else that hasn't watched it, I want you, I want a photo of it on your big TVs. I want you eating snacks and I want you to hashtag inhale good shit, exhale bullshit. And let's, let's, let's get out there. Tag me and it will share that out. But all joking aside, thank you to everyone who has supported it it genuinely has I was going to say it actually makes me quite humble because it's like you know you want something to be really good and you want it to be as funny as possible and then when you see it and you, you I think it's like anything if you're too in something like you obviously Ben are too into this podcast mm. every week because you're here and you never laugh so obviously you're too invested in it and you're like well, obviously I see a shit all this gold all the time since sorry. day one yeah yeah so like since day one you've never laughed once and that's fine but I sort of feel like when I'm involved in the blap, it's like by the end of it, it's like, is this even funny anymore? So to see fresh eyes enjoying it, you know, it's a real pleasure. And hopefully, you know, we'll get to make more. I would love it more than anything. And if we were, if we were to make more, you know what I get here? I get a portrait of Jim Wells, and I put it up in my new studio. So let's let's, let's see if that can happen. You know, maybe I'll get a tattoo of Jim Wells. That, what about that? If I sell out the Ulster Hall, I'll get a tattoo of Jim Wells, and. If I get a series of this, I'll get a, I'll commission somebody to paint the portrait of Jim Wells and I'll put it up in my new studio. And then hopefully he'll unblock me on Twitter 
No, he's in the, t- he's in the TV now, is he, Jim Wells? I honestly don't follow him, but I'll take your word for it. No, I don't know either. What I'm going to do is just since since we're talking about the election, um, you know, or about politics here, we'll just go in and see Jim Wells uh, TV, see if he's just jumped ship. Um, well, Jim Wells endorses TUV candidates, so he's not officially a member of the TUV, but hey, he's willing to jump ship. Big respect to Jim Wells, always a lot of love for Jim on this podcast. Um, but yeah, so that's that's where we're at with that. So cheers again, please check it out if you haven't already. Now for why the week was terrible. So all that high on Friday and then the lows, I betrayed Vinny, my dog, big time on on Monday I got him neutered and it was horrible I'm actually just looking at this life scale there's no dick or balls on this dog so that kind of makes me feel a little bit better but yeah we got him neutered um, and that was a horrible experience because he's my best friend and he can't like he can't stick up for himself you know because I made the decision to get his balls cut off not him and I feel guilty about it because he's my friend. What do you think about that, Ben? You have a dog, don't you? What What did we ascertain your dog's name was? It was Roberto Wang. That's yeah. It, yeah, Roberto. Yeah. So your dog's called Roberto Wang, and what age is Roberto? He will be nine in July. Nice. And have you had him from birth? Did you birth him? I yep. I was there for the birthing. Nice. And where did he come from? What was his mum called? Something Chinesey. Oh wow! Well, I mean, that's interesting. We'll just probably say Mrs. Wang then. On that front, yeah. Like, and so who who owned Mrs. Wang, or what was the situation with her? Somewhere out in Dungan direction. So, did you actually watch the birth? No. No. Okay. So you lied. So you just picked them straight up from his mum. Thought I'd make the in the story more yeah. interesting. Yes, we, we yeah. basically went down and picked it up from nice. someone in Dungan. And did, now, did you get papers with it, or was it just you know? Oh, it was very much so. A regretful decision where we got him from. We right, walked okay. away thinking that wasn't legit. No, we, but we 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 think we now we rescued him. We saved you him rescued from, him from what could have been. And you also bought a ten deal of dope as well when but you were that, there too. That was, just, same guy. that was just thrown in. Thrown in, nice good, day. fair deal. So what what, what he's a, he is a mixed breed, isn't he? Of yep. a Chihuahua and a Shih Tzu. Nope, uh, pug. Pug, right? Okay, so with that, obviously they're a bit smaller than my dog, and they say the bigger the dog, the longer you have to wait before you get their their balls off. What age did Roberto get his knackers off at? Absolutely no idea. Wow, did he was very small to be fair. Yeah. So, yeah, we we had to wait because we were going to have Vinny done a few months ago, and then the, the vet was like, "This brother's got a bit of a bit of growing left to do." I was like, "Wow." So we left it a bit, and then I did a bit of research. And then he started talking about the dog. Yeah. I know, well, this guy's a lot of growing to do in certain areas. Penis. But, um, yeah, we brought brought him into the vet, and he was like, nah, it's probably not the best time to do it. And I was relieved, because I, I had a real issue about getting him neutered initially, because of that reason. I didn't think he was big enough. I was like, nah, he's not big enough. Give him roids. Make him bigger. I want to be bigger. And then the, the vet was like, nah, bring him back in a few months. And I sort of argued his case to not have his balls cut off in the first instance and obviously my wife was not best pleased with that she's like we should do it and I was like you're heartless you don't have balls you don't know how it feels and then this time around I just kind of had to had to do it and we made this stupid deal um, stupid fucking kids see whenever the girls were, were born I made this great deal and I said to, to Catherine I was like listen 
see when the girls grow up, you know, first of all, I said my argument was you're a nurse, right? So you, anytime they need vaccinations, you have to take them because you're used to this kind of shit. I'm not bringing my little babies to get their vaccinations and see them crying. You're a nurse. You like to see people upset. That's fair. You can do it. And she said, okay, provided if we have a son, you know, you will take him to do anything to do with his willy. Or if we get a male dog, you have to take it to get neutered. And I said, sweet, because we already had a dog at that time. And I thought, you know, once he died, I'd never get another dog. And unfortunately... We got another dog, and then it was brought upon me to bring him to neuter, so I hated it. Because, unfortunately, when I didn't want the dog at the start, I now love the guy more than anything in the world, and I felt like I was betraying him, taking him to get his to get his balls off. Um, but we did it, and it was weird, because we brought him into the into the vet's heel. I, I got the feeling, I don't know if you know this with your dog, Ben, do you, do you sense dogs can kind of like sense things like they know something's afoot like if he like because Vinny was a little bit down the dumps for a couple of days prior to the op and I don't know whether he sensed the betrayal my dog sees stupid do that he literally bounds into the vets each time and uh-huh. then as soon as he goes in the room he goes ah oh, shit <laughs> and then he bounds back out again and then you go back in straight away and he jump back in like yeah. he's happy to see everybody so I understand yeah but not with not with my dog no he just was was down a dumps and then I had to bring him in. It was like, oh wow. And now it was what was the weirdest thing about it was was I went in and I had to say, listen, we're booked in. What you know what the worst story of all is? We only found out yesterday actually. The vet had rang Catherine, right? And left a voicemail on her phone saying, Listen, a lot of people are sick. There's some COVID going about the uh the vets here. We don't have a full capacity of vets or veterinary nurses kicking about here so can we delay the operation for you know a week or so Catherine just didn't listen to her voicemail until you know Fanny had at least one bollock off and then she's like oopsie I was like well it's too late now she brought him in so not only that the vet had phoned us and pleaded please don't bring him in to get neutered we don't have the capabilities we don't have the capacity for this and then she <laughs> Monday morning comes and I'm like, all right, mate, got me dog to get his bollocks off. And they were like, well, you're not supposed to, we don't have capacity. I'm like, do it, mate. So I brought him in and booked him in at the, re- at the reception and then had to bring him like into like see the veterinary nurse to get him ready for the operation. And the guy, right, this guy came in and like came to the door as I was bringing Vinny up. And you know what he said to me when he came to the door? And I, I mean, I, I don't think he spoke in this accent, but this is how it sounded to me. He goes, are you here for the castration? And I went, excuse the, the get him neutered? And he was like, yes. I'm like, all right, fucking Ramsey Bolton. Like, <laughs> what do you do? Are you here to get castrated, Reek? You know, it was, it was really like disconcert. Like, have you ever had anyone say that? Has that phrase ever been said to you before, Ben? I mean, I don't know what kind of parties you go to, but have you ever walked up the door being greeted by someone going, are you here for the castration? No, I can't, no. I can't say I have to be honest. No, but he was like very into the like. How do you have you watched Game of Thrones? Yeah, yeah. So see, whenever like Ramsay Bolton cut um, the- Theon Greyjoy, that was his name, wasn't it? When he cut yes. his, did he cut his bollocks off or did he cut his full dick and balls off? Like, is he did he do the full works? I think he did the whole thing. You know what that is? Sly, for sure. And like Ramsey Bolton wasn't a nice guy, and that's all I could think about in my head was that my dog was just going to be reek whenever he got got out of the operation. And sometimes you joke about things, and sometimes you say things to other people. And like I just kept referring to it as full dick and balls getting off. And when I spoke to people, it wasn't within like my 
family and friends unit, they were sort of like, are you sure you're doing the right thing? And I was like, yeah, man, don't worry about it. But yeah, once Ramsey Bolton got hold of Vinny, I was a bit concerned. I was like, what's this guy going to do? And to be fair, the guy did look a little bit like Ramsey Bolton, same hair and all. It was a bit, it was a bit, um, it was a bit troubling. <laughs> Definitely a bit troubling. But he took him in. I left, felt very sad. You know, on the way out, they were like, we will, it was the way he worded to you. He goes, we'll text you afterwards and let you know he's all right. You know, we'll let you know he's through the operation, which is my worry because the big guy, you know, he can still die when you go under. That'd be terrible. Um, so they text us to say he's through the operation and they arrange the time. They're like, come and get him at like three. And I thought, sweet, we'll go get him three. Then on my way home from, um, I went to the office here to do a bit of work afterwards. And then on the way home, I was going to collect him. And they, they rang me and were like, listen, can we keep him for another couple of hours? The big man's not doing too good. And he just came back from his operation so dopey and dozy, like he was absolutely buggered. So they keep him and give him some more fluids. And then we got him home. He just, I don't know whether the, the drugs just made his face go like this. But it was like, he looked like big Beethoven. It was so sad. Broke my heart. But in that moment, right, when I went to get him, I brought brought my, my daughter Holly with me because she wanted the same because she got very upset. She doesn't understand that opera. You know, as a four-year-old, you know, Catherine sort of said to me, you need to tell her what's happened to Vinny. So I took that literally. I was like, right, okay, I will tell her what's happened to Vinny. So I said, what's going to happen? We're going to bring Vinny into the vets. They're going to put him under medication they're going to knock him unconscious and they're going to take a scalpel and they're going to cut open a scrotal sac they're going to sever the testes from a scrotal sac and they're going to sew him back up again and he's going to become infertile and then she started crying hysterics and she's like don't worry about it she's like will it hurt and of course it's going to hurt they're cutting his bollocks off it's not going to be a fucking walk in the park of course it's going to be sore this is life bitch sorted get with it stop being such a little pansy you know life sucks and then you get old and get responsibilities and pay for mortgage and have kids and shit. And get your fucking dog's balls off. You know, life's people, this is the problem with kids. You tell them, you're like, listen, when you're a kid, life is all about fairy tales and rainbows. That's a lie. It's all about fucking storms and misery. Okay? And that's life. Life is storms and misery. And then she, oh, can I go and see him? And I went, yeah, if he pulls through the operation, there's a chance he might die under the anaesthetic. So, I mean, if, if he makes it through, you can come and see him, certainly. Either way, he's not going to be in good form. If you get too close to his face, he might bite it off like a chimpanzee. So, anyway, we go in. We're waiting on him coming out. And as you're sort of feeling sad and nervous, and you're like, hopefully, hopefully you know, the dog hasn't, hopefully he doesn't look at you and, like, the bond is gone. Hopefully he's not, like, looking, going, oh, yeah, he, you know, I was standing there. Another an old woman came walking in, right, and I stepped back from the reception where we were waiting on him. And this woman walked right up to the reception with a little um, French bulldog. And the receptionist was like, "Who have we got here?" And like you'd expect someone to just say the dog's name. The woman just goes, <laughs> the receptionist goes, "Who have we got here?" And the lady goes, "Jimmy Perkins." <laughs> and I hear shit myself like wow I forgot that the only place in the world where dogs get their full names are in the vets is Jimmy Perkins here like the vets is Jimmy Perkins kicking about like could you get a more human name than Jimmy Perkins I don't think so like Jimmy Perkins conceivably could be an old man that gets up early in the morning goes buys his paper heads to the bookies sticks a wee docket on a horse goes back to the house eats himself some beans on toast and just sits and watches countdown that's a day in the life of Jimmy Perkins and in the evening maybe goes out for a bitter but this little doggy French bulldog called Jimmy Perkins. It was just made me laugh an awful lot. And then, and then Vinny came out all sad. And brought him back to the house and there's a drug. I'm speaking of which, I'm going to have to... Uh, I'm going to have to text her indoors now and say, 
to have you give the dog painkillers because you know what she'll forget um, and I'll feel sly hold on uh, do you, do you, who's the boss of your dog Ben can I just ask you a quick question um, my daughter oh wow in what way please explain she tortures him yells shouts he, he'll will get off the sofa only because she will uh-huh. literally shout and pull him off it he looks at me for sympathy uh-huh. but my daughter the youngest one would she like throw, and is he good with them or would he be a bit snappy or? no no he, he knows he just moves he knows just, his spot just knows it's not worth the hassle yeah no um, Vinny's alright the only thing was Vinny's too big so like he we were at the beach the other week and um, well, we were all down there we Matilda's running about and she's only one and just about on her feet Vinny came bounding over with this ball in his mouth and just the full dunter Zinedine Zidane in the chest and sent her flying and I was like ah you know one of these times do you ever have it like with your wife Ben where you're like you're letting her be like the sole guardian of the kids even though you're saying to yourself this isn't going to end well I think there could be danger here but I don't want to sound like I'm being too much of a warrior I just want to let it go and then something terrible happens you're like well I knew that was going to happen yep mm-hmm. and then the only thing about that is your wife will know you were right and you don't need to say it you just have to react you know and I think that happened that occasion it's happened a few times like the other day she was doing like this thing with Matilda where she was sitting on her knees doing this back and forth like row row your, row your boat and her feet flipped over and it looked like she twisted her arms off and I was like what are you doing but couldn't say anything because I would get shouted at for being right and that's the downside of being a parent and a dad. You always get shouted out for being right. You get shouted out for being wrong. You can't bloody win. And that's what I'd say about that. Now, on that note, it's continued. The um, the the sly hards have paid attention to my demand for presents. You know, we got Willie Palmer giving us. The delicious coffee and the, and the Norwegian troll. And guess what, Willie? I had the coffee. Very, very nice. I was going to have some tonight, but we're a bit late tonight. Don't want to get wired to the moon. So I wasn't going to drink coffee at this later on in the day. So this is a new package that we got. Which, by the way, Ben, do we have the address anywhere? So the people can, like, send us stuff. Is it not on that package? It is, but you know, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put my address on Patreon so if anyone wants to send me anything you can go on Patreon and if you want to send anything to the studio you can send us stuff here we will open it on the podcast now whoever sent me this has got a lot of first class stamps and they clearly wanted me to get this hopefully you know it's exhaling inhaling good shit exhaling bullshit hopefully it's weed you know that's what we'd want nice little card here with some kind of does it look like an owl to you? yeah I think so and it says hello Papa Bear Following on from the middle finger gift, here is another wee piece for the studio. We all know what the upside down pineapple represents, and great to get uh, one. And great to get the Slyhards incorporated, of course. Thanks for the laughs, Jane Riley. Uh, Jane Riley, the shit morning TV presenter, top tier patron. I appreciate that. Yeah, I called Jane a shit morning TV presenter when I was on Shane Todd's live TV with me, and it was real funny. And I stand by it. But let's see what this gift is, Ben. Just for those who don't know, um, the upturned pineapple. What's that gesture? Let me look it up. Can you Google it there for me? Let's see what it means. The fact that you're smiling does not fill me with confidence. I mean, it's definitely not a waffle stomper, you know. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is brilliant. 
Oh wow, it's just 10 out of 10. Do you want to tell me what it says? Upcoming swinger party. Uh, that means there's an upcoming swinger party. Hey guys, get ready for this. Welcome, Sly guys, to the upcoming swinger party. Um, if you're, I mean, what what have I said to get the reputation of being a top swinger? Either way, I'm all for it. Ben, is there a way that I can put this here that'll still be in shot? Mm. Top swingers. I think that's where we'll put it next week. Yep. Yeah, we'll put it there. We'll we'll figure this out. But wow, Jane. Th- not only is it, I just thought it was like going to be a, like a pineapple flag, but it's an actual. You know, it's welcome and welcome and sly guys to the swinger party. You know, maybe that's what we need to call the top tier patrons swingers. You know, we've got. Sl- In fact, maybe there's an idea. We'll have top tier patrons, right? Who we will, you know, put like stand up specials out to, you know, teaser videos, other things like that. We'll have, you know, the the sly hearts get access to all the bonus footage, and then we should just have. The swingers, which is just where we meet and have group orgies. What about that? And I say by we meet, the patrons do. You and I will stay out of it because you don't catch anything. But listen, swingers will absolutely go for it. And we'll find a place to put that in the studio for sure. You know, we'll work that out after this because I would get excited by this and I would spend the rest of the podcast just trying to put this up. But you know what? After the week I've had of ups and downs, that's a great way to finish it. What a tremendous gift. Thank you very much. And if anyone else wants to send me nice gifts, the address will be available on request to Ben. Ben Ben Harvison, Snakecraft Ben on Instagram. Uh, why don't we change your Instagram handle to that, Snakecraft Ben? <laughs> I think I'll do well. Yeah, possibility. Let, let me ask a question, Snakecraft. Yes. Are you needing to go home yet? Are you okay? Okay to do questions. That's all we're doing. What are we like for time, my friend? We are about half an hour in. Half an hour? Bingo. Listen, we don't have to over. We don't have to do overkill here. We just need to power on. Luke has said, is it weird to go to comedy gigs on your own? Ben, you're a man who is on the outside of comedy. You're a man who, you know, despite being a good friend of mine, hasn't watched probably the, the most important thing that I've ever made in my comedy career so far, and I appreciate that. But in terms of that question, do you think it's weird to go to comedy gigs on your own? I don't think comedy or music... Is weird to go to on your own? No, no, because I think it's very like inclusive. Like you would. I wasn't sure whether I put that on right way. See, uh, meet and chat with like-minded people. It's very kind of like hey, if you want to talk, meet and talk to like-minded people. Swingers, guys, one on the same. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? I, what was funny? I would bring that with me on a holiday if I didn't know what an upturned pineapple meant, and I would hang out at my door, and I'd probably have dudes being like, "Well, my friend," and that'd be awkward. But yeah, and you know what? I think. What about cinema? Would you include that in there? Would cinema on your own be normal or not? Yeah, because you literally walk in and sit down, and some people may think you're waiting for somebody. I think yeah. most things are okay to do by yourself. I mean. Probably going out for a meal, like a proper big slap up meal by yourself mm-hmm. might be a wee bit. If you've got the yeah, confidence. But then of, see, nowadays a lot of people are like businessmen and women, you know, they just sometimes are in a city for a bit. They don't have people to hang out with. They just have to kind of go and you got to eat, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I definitely think now it's 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 less frowned upon doing things solo than it used to be. Like before people like, oh, freak. You know, this fr- what's this freak this what's this sex what's this paedophile doing out by themselves like if anyone's out by themselves you're like oh paedophile whereas I don't think anymore if you go to a comedy gig or to a cinema and by yourself you're a paedophile look so I'm going to say no 
in maybe in the year 2005 yeah suspect but in 2022 it's cool to go by yourself because some people are stupid and ignorant and don't want to go to gigs and like and why would you why would you punish yourself for someone else not wanting to you know have a good time by all means go to gigs there's there's actually a lot of there's almost like a, a squadron of <coughs> for me comedy fans now as well that are like a quite an inclusive bunch so I would say yeah you'd, you'd meet a friend there like there are people who go to comedy have now become friends with each other so yeah I think look go integrate yourself and you'll be grand speaking of integrating yourself Naomi Mitchell she's a comedy fan I'm not saying she goes to gigs by herself but I'm sure if you went to gig you know she'd say hello some other people other listeners Oren Jack Jane Matthew, Emma, all these people would go, you know, the gigs by themselves and be friends with you. So it's all fair. Nomi says she's like a TARDIS, bigger on the inside. Oh no, and sent me a story. Thing about Naomi is she doesn't ever send you a, she doesn't ever send you a simple, pleasant news story. It's always vulgar, and I've still not forgiven her for the waffle stomp incident. Wow. Woman arrested at Apple store after inserting half a dozen stolen iPads into her vagina. A TARDIS? She's a fucking kangaroo, Jesus Christ. Um, surveillance cameras clearly showed Irene Lewis lifting her dress and inserting several iPads between her legs. I couldn't believe she had managed to cram six iPads in there. We had to make her spread her legs, legs wide open and check with the flashlight just to be sure there weren't any more left. Gives me a look in sure, there, mate. Sure you did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, if you'd seen a photo of her, I'm saying you wouldn't want to be looking up there. She does not look. She does not look sweet. Let's say. I mean, no, you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. But what I'm saying is, I've got this woman's face in front of me, and also I know she can fit seven iPads up her gunt. So I'm going to say, you know, it's probably not going to be too fragrant down there. You know what I mean? Ugh. At first she denied everything, but when we showed her the CCTV camera footage, she admitted she had stolen the iPads and started reaching inside her vagina for them and stacking them on the table, the security guard said. Do you want them back, though? No, it's one of those things, like, you know, if... Like, say you have, like, you, you have, like uh, a biscuit or something, and one of your kids are like, Doc, I have a bite of that, and then you, they bite it and they slobber all over it and snot goes over it. You're like, here, just have that. I kind of feel it would be a bit like that. Listen, you know what? I'm not. I'm not going to need those iPads anymore. You know. Of course, there's a full side business going on. Yeah, I mean, right. maybe she has just. Maybe there's a shopkeeper up there too, just dealing things out of her vagina. You know, it's a van iPad. It's that's what it is. There's probably a market for it somewhere. She had taken two twelve point nine inch display iPad Pros. Like, that's that's a big like. She has a big vagina, like that's her vagina is like you know one of those big big rubber buckets that you have that like you, you, they they don't hold the same shape and they're supposed to be indestructible. Jesus Christ! And four eleven inch display, four eleven inch display. They're worth nearly eight hundred dollars each. I wonder how much they're worth now. Haven't been in her vagina. Irene Lewis, an unemployed single mother of four, could face prison ranging from six to twelve months and a fine. Of not more than two and a half grand. You know what I mean? What I love, there's one note here, or one comment under this story. It just says, she's great. And you know what? I agree. Respect her, she's great, but also, you know, it's going to be like groceries coming during COVID. You're going to need the bleach out to get those iPads a good clean before you put them, you know. 
What do you say? If if she had been successful, uh-huh. what what was the plan? Was she just gonna want his iPad? Well, that's a bit. Yeah, listen, she's starting a new podcast. Can't afford the equipment. <laughs> she's got listen. She's got a camera and two microphone poles up there. But tell you what, you know who I I reckon if she went in Britain's Got Talent, David Williams would give her the golden buzzer. Bah, you know she puts Anton Deck up there. It's just gone. All you hear is like. Bah. And there, there they are, Ant and Deck. Oh, we're stuck inside a vagina. He goes, oh, well, we are inside a vagina. <laughs> it was smelly up there. Plenty of room. <laughs> you know, probably, I was going to say fit Simon Cole up there too, but he's only dinky himself, so it's very possible. Uh, yeah, but this got a lot of tartars definitely can't grow. Orno Kane has said, would you rather shag all of the cores or none of the cores that's a hard one what about would you rather shag all the cores or none of the cores I, you know what it's going to be pretty obvious to say but I would probably say none of the cores because you know I would go as far as to say Sharon core is not really my type so you know if you had to do the other three be fine but maybe it's not Sharon it's not my cup of tea you know? well, probably not all the cores in that case Um Jack Reardon has said, who's sexier? <laughs> Jamie Dornan or reverse curtains, Alex Easton? Um, it's a hard question. You know what I've thought? Oh, well, I've just had a real mind moment. See, when Alex Easton comes out of the shower, his reverse curtains will not be in place. And you know what his hair will be exactly like? Hulk Hogan's. Because he'll just come down and be bald at the top. What are you going to do, brother? <laughs> Maybe Hulk Hogan needs to, maybe more people need to start sporting reverse curtains. Maybe that's my next move, Ben, when the inevitable baldness happens. Just let it go on here and just grow out the sides and hook it over. Whenever you're going in next to see to see your personal stylist, yep. bring that his flyer room with you. Yeah, say, and say that this. And he'll be like, Well I'll sort of look like I'm kind of a transitioning Jewish man though, because I'll have to grow these like bits around the side and people will be and I'll just have to walk past and be like, It is what it is, you know. Work Shalom. In progress. Exactly. Work in progress. A whip Jew. What's a whip Jew? A work in progress Jew, my friend. Um, but yeah, Alex Easton's. You know what? Alex Easton's not a bad looking dude. Like, he's handsome. Bar that weird hair. Like, if he shaved that down and let a bit of stubble come out, like, he's he's handsome. Let's, you, you see what I mean? Turn it around. Cute wee dimples. Yeah, and you know what? I saw him in my street trying to canvas. And as I was driving out of the street, he had a wee raincoat on. Couldn't see the curtains. I just saw the beautiful baby blue eyes. And he's a handsome man. Yonder spell. You know what? I like him. And you know what? Um, I'd like to see those babies up close, those curtains, just to see what they're all about. Um, you know, I'd like to see his curtains and I'd like to pull his blinds, if you know what I'm saying. Um, Jane Riley said, No question. I've watched William of Warnsdale about 20 times now. I absolutely love it. Thank you very much. And again, hey, thank you very much for the gift. Very, very big fan of that. We'll find a space in the studio and it's on Ben to decide because he decorates the studio. Um, Matthew Kilpatrick has said thoughts on wow this gets deep thoughts on the word cunt can't get my head around why people get so offended like you're literally slapped them in the face with a vagina yet no one bats an eyelid at pedo even though that implies you're a kitty fiddling um, what would you rather be called Ben a cunt or a pedo yeah probably a cunt yeah but why because <laughs> what a great question no yeah I mean a I think file has a, a proper dark meaning to it yeah whereas you know what I think if we're trying to move forward you know we need to we need to accept all terms for the vagina and not be afraid of it so you know 
And I personally don't really like to use the C word that much. I prefer to say vanny with a V. I don't like the C word, like the V word. Get your vannies out. Um, speaking of vanny, get your vannies out. All Sly guys, welcome. Um, and again, disappointment whenever I get a question from Emma Willis, because I think it's the Emma Willis, who's married to Matt Willis, who's my favourite guy and Busted, and I thought I might get to meet him. Anyway, given that the Crews won the Irish League over the weekend, they didn't. They won the Irish Cup, actually. And um, will you be wearing your Cruise top while recording this? As you know, you're a top Cruise fan. No, because I don't like to split the room. There are Cliftonville fans that like listening to this. There are Balamina fans who like listening to this. And I don't want to make them feel isolated. But if you are in any way related to Matt Willis, please get in touch. Michael Kerr said, hey, beautiful. Would you ever follow Mr. Sexy himself and try out for theatre? Who's Mr. Sexy? The reference to theatre, I presume, uh, is Butler. Aaron Butler. I wouldn't call him Mr. Sexy. I would call him maybe, I don't know, Mr. Deviant or something. But, you know, I, I would not try out for theatre. I feel like I'm now too old for theatre. I feel that ship's passed me by in the night, my friend. But, you know what? Good luck to Butler. I'm going to a show on Saturday, so be sure to ask a question. I will give I will give it a thorough review. I'm actually bringing my notepad, and I'm going to review it for the Belfast Telegraph on Saturday night. Brock has said, "Could there ever be a Windsor Park comedy show?" Yes, um, I think so. I think it's conceivable. Why not? You know, what's to stop it? If there's a big enough draw, and let's do it. You know, um. Jamie Harrison said, do you ever listen to your own podcasts? No. I don't because I know what happens to it. Sometimes I'll listen to some of them back to like get clips or whatever, but never just do I listen to them on my own. Speaking of clips, there will be a guest episode with Darren Matthews going up on Patreon straight after I record this, so this will be Tuesday night. And I have Diona Doherty in the studio for this week's Friday episode so get on over to patreon.com join the fun and enjoy the rest of your week Ben how long has this podcast been this day? probably just under 50 minutes there. just under 50 minutes perfect guys enjoy the rest of your lives you just cunts <laughs> bye I'm the slack guy